0: So you're actually recording this?
1: Yeah, it's gonna be the intro
0: to the show. Well, I, I guess that makes sense. What if they? What if it's like four overtimes? I mean, I I'll call out of to work tomorrow. I don't give a fuck. Yeah, right. I do no, no, Let's just uh, let's just say a prayer here. Go in.
2: Inside her Sheru, claw Sheru. all the way back. Nice pass. Nice pass. Let's fucking go! Let's fucking go! Let's fucking go! Sheo! I'm
0: gonna fly! Fuck! Yeah, see you fucks on Thursday! Fuckers! Woo! Uh, yeah, can we act like this is real? Can we act like this is real? Yeah, let's, go. let's go! Let's go! And with that,
3: folks, welcome to the 42nd episode of the Rocky Balboa Cheesesteak Fun Hour!
0: Rocky, Rocky Balboa,
2: Rocky Balboa Cheesesteak Fun Hour! Rocky Balboa, Rocky Balboa, a
0: cheesesteak fun hour. Rocky, Rocky Balboa, Rocky Balboa, a cheesesteak fun hour. Rocky, and we Rocky are back, Balboa. folks. The 40 second episode of the
3: Rocky Balboa cheesesteak fun hour, and the Flyers just beat the Islanders in game
0: Five of the series. Bring it to game six. Let's go. Game six on Thursday. Pressure's on them bitches. We coming we come in. the flyers with three maybe four minutes left let up two
3: goals to take it to overtime and they score scott lawton bringing in the goal and you heard it here on the audio as we were watching overtime we were just waiting for something to happen and it is 10 24 tuesday night and the flyers
0: are bringing it to game six nick how do you feel i i don't know what i said in that it was like just like 30 seconds ago i don't even know what i said um, I'm a little out of breath. Yeah. A little sure. out of breath. I, Makes a lot of sense. I, I think I jumped on the couch. I don't know. I think I might have hit dirty. I don't know. Um, whew, that was uh whew, that was a lot. Ugh. Uh, so so they they have the three to one lead in the third period. Got it. First thing I say to Jimmy, what did I say to you, Jim?
1: Oh, you said, said um if they're gonna win, they're gonna win this game three to two.
0: Yeah, I said this game is one hundred percent gonna be three to two, the flyer's are gonna pull it out and win, and then they gave up that fucking goal. They gave it up, and I said, okay, now we now we hunker down and we win this game. so you want it to be Nick Stradamus? It, it's just I know the flyers like I know the flyers like they don't like they don't win games easily, so it is Philly they don't win games easily. It was three to one in the third it, it's it, it, <laughs> Get another goal, make it four to one, f- put those bitches in their in their fucking, you know, back in the locker room, you know, put them back in their hotel beds. They're ready to go. They're ready to go after four to one. But damn, you let them back right back in three to two. And there's like, what was there? Like five, seconds, five, five, six, seven minutes left? Like, I can't even talk right now. And they fucking gave it up. You're sweaty. I am you are sweaty. I you yeah. should up. be. We they should give be it up be and then they take right us to overtime. So I'm feeling all the emotions. Mm. Like they go into overtime, they win. I'm fucking I'm ecstatic. Yeah. Put those boys are still the boys around. But then but then yeah. You know, then I look back and I'm like Oh, shit. They blew a 3-1 lead again. Like, mm-hmm. am I supposed to be pissed, Matt? Matt, what am I supposed to be feeling? For? You right should now? be pissed. that uh, That's <laughs> giving a 3-0. Put the, put a again, but they're on the other side, they won. And we're back on Thursday. Yeah.
3: Well, no, no. You shouldn't be pissed now that they won. But once yeah. they got ah, a 3-1, you right. should have been pissed and then worried. But they, they came back out of and they won sweating.
1: Yeah, you are Nick, very sweating. Nick has steam coming off his head. Like, he's an offensive lineman in December, like a yeah. Lambo. He, yeah, like, he looks like he looks like dry ice right but now. But it's
3: a very pleasant night here in September 1st. Turn the calendar over. And the Flyers are still alive, playing hockey in September. And everyone knows September is hockey month. So the Flyers are still alive. And my God, what an exciting night of hockey it was for the Flyers. Thursday night, they're going to be playing game six Mm -hmm. at home in Toronto. And it's just going to be very exciting. (laughs) And that is what we wanted to see. We wanted to see the Flyers come out and say, you know, it is not over. They're still here to play. And you know what? Who scored a goal, Nick? captain claw and who else scored a goal nick the uh the old
0: pigeon jvr there
3: we go the people who need to show it up showed up and that's what we needed from the flyers whether you're a diehard fan like nick or a captain of the bandwagons like me whether you're someone who doesn't give a shit about hockey like dirty mike you know who wait you wait, to wait, wait wait wait
1: did you say bandwagons yeah, oh wait, wait oh,
3: Everybody, oh, oh. did you enjoy it tonight? And welcome back, welcome back Hello Hello. Wait. Good to see you all, hope you all had fun It's not over is It that, is not, is that not Natalie Natalie over it's not, Oh, Natalie Agonelli? No, 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 I can't be here, she's not welcome here Get the fuck out of here Uh, listen Listen, what a great fucking night to be a fan of Philadelphia Sports. We will get to the Phillies. The Phillies are turning it on. The Flyers just put it as we are saying it over and over again to game six. We are still alive. That's all that matters. Be excited about that.
0: I mean, and the pressure's on New York. What are they? They're Brooklyn? so I guess they the are Long
3: Island no 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 Long they Island Long Long totally island. different then
0: they were in New Jersey and then they went to like Connecticut and now they're in yeah you know fuck you Islanders is that what history are they the old whalers no, you
4: know, um, no. Uh, no. the Carolina no. Hurricanes are the whalers I was, I was just gonna say, say no, Washington check Washington. me no, out baby no, no, I was gonna say
3: I
0: didn't think that was accurate
4: no, but you're so just
3: you're excited they,
0: you're excited no they play in Brooklyn don't they play in the the, the arena that the Nets play in
3: no 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 they're Long Island I'm pretty sure they
0: moved off the island listen you're excited I that real? I was positive. Um, um, as a matter of fact dirty, you Varlamov, don't really anything.
3: Can you look this up While we're talking sure, about hockey course.
0: Thank you um, Yeah, Varlamov um, actually has Brooklyn On the side of his mask So I'm, I'm thinking that they play Well
3: there. maybe you're right Who am I to say otherwise um, I'm just captain I'm a little little by the fans. You should be I'm you're, a little drunk You are very red in the face right uh, now I From I all the did. cheering and excitement you did Lawton to score was, the that game that was, winner Would that have been your prediction Of the game winning score Or does it not matter on the,
0: <laughs> on the Flyers team Well in typical fashion We haven't even hit on this yet uh, Sean Gacheree left the game injured, so Lawton wouldn't have been on the ice. You know, That's Lutton, a good point. Lawton moved up to the first line, and then you know they played. They jumbled the rest of the lines pretty much. Well, sure. the Hayes line stayed together, but the third and fourth, and they jumble. Um, <laughs> Sean Gacheree took a knee to knee from uh, Matthew Barzell, uh, NBC's current favorite athlete. Now that Crosby's out. Um, it wasn't a dirty hit. It looked like I watched it like six times. It looked like it was like just accidental, but it doesn't look good for Coots. I mean, knee to knee, it's never
1: never turns out well. As a resident, sort of uh, non-hockey guy, you're like on the second wagon <clears throat> of
0: my bandwagon fans. Like I no, got no, no. a group. So door. you guys are sitting on top of the tour bus. They're on the inside.
3: Yeah, yeah. Like yeah. Bunch of, you're yeah, okay. certainly
0: on and I talked to you. You're like a you're bunch a of what? finish
1: that sentence. Yeah, say it. I don't know what I was gonna say. Uh, well, you 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 do have you have like lost a, a lot of options. Right, like a bunch of squids. Like so right, that's fair. Um, so my question though is how good are the Islanders? Like uh, it, like how good are they? They're a good hockey team. They're a
0: very good hockey team. They they they're very similar to the Flyers. They built their team by drafting well. And it's actually pretty funny because like, you know, the players that are starting to do well for the Flyers, the younger guys were drafted by Ron Hextall and the New York Islanders, all these young guys that they have coming up. I don't know about all of them, but a lot of them were drafted by Garth Snow. So they both lost their jobs after they built these teams. And then, you know, um, Lou Lamorello comes in for the Islanders. Everybody knows, knows Lou, right? No. Gar Snow and Lou Lamorella, and, and then Dave Fletcher comes in and they they take these teams over the hump. So, you know, the Islanders went out and they got Varlamov, who's a very, very good goaltender. They got him from Colorado. So they made their move to like push him over the top. You know, we went out, we got Hayes to push us over the top.
1: I just We're realized very that, similar teams. I just realized I don't care at all about uh, what you yeah, saying. I fell ma- asleep. His mouth's moving like this, but mm-hmm. like You're uh, yeah, just I'm, excited. Excited. Listen, I'm jacked up. I'll talk flyers for the next three hours. So bro. like I guess my question is like, uh, <laughs> uh. If, if if well first, am off, I rambling? If, Was I rambling? No, I'm no. doing no. great. Well, if the Flyers crash and burn next game, does this win matter? And well. if they're able to, what kind of question is that, Jimmy? If they're able to come back, if they lose the series, do any games matter? If if they're able to come back and win the series, like what lies ahead of them? Like if they like, I, yeah, they're the one seed, but we know that they, well, that's the, you Tampa, know it's Tampa, Tampa Bay, the Tampa Bay, Bay Lightning, lie lightning lie ahead, ahead of us. Them. And do they have a shot against Tampa Bay? Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh. We can, we can let play, me let me play with Tampa Bay. Can I can I say For something For sure.
3: Let me go back to last week and say that once you get into the hockey playoffs, it is the one sport where just getting into the playoffs and any team can win because I was correct last week in saying an 8 seed can win just like the Los Angeles Kings did a couple of years ago with Mike Richards and Jeff Carter. So, yes, you can lose to teams that are inferior to you. Although I would not say the New York Islanders are inferior to them. And I know the Flyers are a number one seed. They're a bubble number one seed. If this right. was a regular season of hockey, they weren't the consensus we're number one seed. If, if
0: we're being honest with ourselves, the Flyers, I mean, take the round robin out. I mean, yeah. <laughs> was the round robin really necessary? No. Did it make it more fun? Hell yes. yeah. Yes. Um, but take the round robin out. We are the four seed. So that's that's pretty much what the Flyers were this year. I mean... Yeah, the top teams in the East were definitely the top teams in the East. The Capitals, the Lightning, and... um,
1: The Bruins? Yes, I'm sorry, the Bruins. I mean, that's just... That's who the top teams were. The old old just get into the... Make the playoffs, anything can happen. That's what the NHL is, Defense wins championships. Yeah, the old adage is... Key to a good lawn is the plan in the fall. what? There we go. That's what it is. Just seeding? Seeding
3: and let the winner take over? Is that what it is?
1: Yeah, this is a good time to seed. Yeah, anybody out there is looking to rehab their lawn right now. We're in the because we turned to September. I thought I thought October was like the seeding time. Well, no, you want to plant now so that the grass is starting to come up in October. Oh,
4: My, this is actually more interesting than the flyers, to be quite honest. Because with. Uh, that's rude. That is rude, you, you <laughs> asshole. <laughs> come on, yeah. man. all right, sorry. This sorry. is a big night all for the all flyers. Right, it is. I take that back. My lawn Place is a
3: mess, just an utter mess. Well, let me tell Did you, Matt. See
1: mine. Whew. Let me tell you, Matt. Well, hi um, high first let me uh let me cue the music all right yeah well here on uh Ooh, that's nice <laughs> keep going this is nice you're on the rocky balboa home improvement hour sure i'm gonna Uh-oh. get into this with you here do. oh my goodness hello everybody welcome i'm your host this is uh, glad- it's good to be here jim Jim. Jimmy Jimmy Grassman? Jim, Jim, Jim. Jim. Yeah. All right, Jim, uh, Jim. And uh what I'm here to tell you is right now is the perfect time to both aerate and overseed your lawn. Wow. That's right. My word. Right now is a great time to aerate and overseed because the ground is very uh very supple, if you will, from mm-hmm. all the rain we've been having. <laughs> And uh, also, uh, now is the best time to overseed, because you want that seed a chance to uh, take root before the first frosts arrive in November. Okay, well, no one cares about anything you're saying. Let's continue on with the Flyers. Nick.
3: This has been uh, Rocky Balboa's cheese steak Home Improvement Hour. That music was lovely. Nick, going back to the Flyers, you were very concerned after Game 1, probably rightfully so, but you're probably a prisoner of the moment because you are a fan of Philadelphia sports teams. You were concerned about this... Series ending quickly. Now we're getting to game six. Couturier, we don't know if he's going to be there or not. What are you giving? Give me a percentage chance of them winning. And I'm not allowing you to save 50%. You cannot land starting with a number of five or four. I need you to start at least with a three so, or a six. I, okay. Um... At, at the very minimum. I want you to take a stance, so, or as I, they say in this industry, give me a take. Give me a take,
0: Nick. Yeah. So what he basically just said is, lie to me. I don't think the Flyers have done a whole lot since last week that have that would make me change what I said last week. Um, let's be honest. I mean, they barely they barely won tonight. I mean, they were a three to one, a three with like I, five I, minutes left. The Stanley by the Cup way. team should not be giving up a two go- two goal lead. I mean, you should not be giving up a lead there, and then they win in overtime um they lost the previous game. Uh so this specifically very, that league. This could very easily be 3 to 1 right now or uh over. This could be over. I'm sorry. Over. I mean it's it just but it's 3 to 2. So uh,
3: it, if What I, is I, the percentage of the gonna, gonna say,
0: win uh, <laughs> Game 6 on Thursday night? Oh god damn it. The, I, I want to say like I want to say 45. So 39. So you're giving me 39%. 39. I'm giving you 39 because it, 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 the the statistics tell you that that the Flyers are most likely going to lose that game. If you're asking optimistic, yeah. So
4: Nick, I saw, I believe it was the stat was that I saw in the last game was a team that's leading three one in hockey all time. They're like three sixty five and one sixty five. So it's like overwhelming. So that terrible. was So that was statistical. Nick, optimistic. Nick says we're going to
0: kick the fuck out of them bitches, and we'll see you game seven. Let's fucking go. Okay, I'm just asking for a percentage. Yeah, uh, well, the percentage game is, you know, I gave you I gave you like a mathematician. What's type of um what's,
3: uh, the Islanders coach name? Trotsky, Totsky, Tobilsky? Tu- Barry Barry
0: Trotz. Dapper Barry Trotz. Dapper. Trotz. dapper fella. Trotz. Old Trotsky. Um, Very um, what dapper. Was
3: the, what was the uh the stat I saw today that Lane Vinnyo has won two playoff series down 3 to 1 and one of them is against Trotsky boy?
0: Yeah, that's pretty cool and everything, but I'm going to go back. And I just changed my mind on everything that ever happened on this podcast. The Fires, Thursday night, 100% chance of winning. Let's fucking go. Okay.
3: All right. Well, Nikki Flick- were, we, were
0: we talking about the
1: Islanders coach? Yeah. Yeah. That guy looks Humpty dumpty. He looks like a pop up. Like he should be Like a grandpop? Yeah. Like he a should pop-up, be like the liquor. Nah, like pop up. Nah,
4: like playing checkers on a Saturday with the grandkids, dressing yeah. up as Santa in December. A lot of sweater vests.
1: Yeah. Um like a, a bowl of Werther sitting by the uh, He gets
4: Humpty Dumpty a has lot. No clue
1: how to work a remote control. Right. Yeah. You know, like that kind of hasn't like, upgraded his Comcast remote
0: since 2004. I mean, like, I, I every time I look at him, I just it, I can not have, have you noticed have you noticed how his uh, his spectacles work? No, Nick. We so have not glasses, noticed how his spectacles So his work. glasses what the don't fuck ra- kind Listen, of this is this is fantastic. That. You, I mean, how many times have you looked at him on the television? Very rarely. His glasses don't go around his ears like a normal person, like his head is so wide and fat mm. that the glasses just go straight back and they cling to his skull. Have you have you not noticed that? It's no, hysterical. we haven't. I
3: like to touch back on something very important that Jimmy touched on. Um, what is it that is the perpetual battle between elderly folks and remotes? And not even that elderly. I think we're touching on people over the age of 50 and remotes. Why do they have such a tough time with that?
1: I, don't, I think I think eventually, like maybe you just see like a bunch of buttons and your brain just goes like "fuck that shit." Yeah,
3: they don't even try. Like, just let's start with the numbers and the power button and work our way. I mean, is down. it is
4: it remotes or just anything electronic in general? Because I'm thinking computers and phones but, but, and. But- video game systems
3: sure and i understand that but they they've had remotes they've had a Mm -hmm. remote control and i know that they've got more extensive jimmy nailed it and there's
0: like a hundred more buttons i understand it with the old people on this but i'm
3: saying start with what you know you know channel three six ten So start with the numbers that you know, go with the power button, and just go from there, and then just let everything else be everything else. I don't know. know. I'm sure you could have
1: a a guess as to what the up and down arrows signify. Exactly.
3: Exactly. Just, you know, deductive reasoning. That's all I'm saying. Just start with what you know, and then deductive reasoning, everything else. Everything else you don't know, forget about it. There's a lot of hieroglyphs
1: on the uh, the old remote, you know? A lot of hieroglyphs. No button is going to blow up the house you're in. Like, that's what I'm saying. We shouldn't be talking about this when the Flyers did just win that game. You're right. You're you're right.
3: (laughs) All right. All, I, I want to go back to what I said originally. I'm sticking with my take. My, I guess it's considered uh, a hot take at this point take. now, because the Flyers are down 3-2, uh, originally down
1: 3-1. Flyers will win this series in seven games. Matt, did you hear that? That's the sound of uh, the, the fire engines coming. Because that take was so
4: hot, they gotta Whoa. put it out. Hello, hello, firemen! Hello! Can't so wait for you're taking the flyers. Can't wait for Matt, your counters. Matt did say flyers to win. Matt did say seven back on this series before seven, it began. But he did he didn't say, say, it. say it. Say who was gonna be no, yeah, right. That's, that's no, true. I did. No, I did. Go,
3: go, go okay. back and listen to the tape. I want to go back and listen I, I at all. Said, I said flyers in seven. Mm.
0: I said flyers in seven. seven. We
4: we shall see. Is what they Hey, listen.
0: The fun part is is that we get to guess. We still get to guess. It's not over. It's not over. The run is not over. The Flyers have given us excitement since March
3: while we waited through these months of confusion of not knowing of of wanting sports back of the Phillies putting us through some crazy times and now they they've turned a, a, a leaf over and the, the Sixers just being deplorable and the Eagles going through injuries the Flyers have been a constant of enjoyment and I think they will continue to give us this
1: hope through game 7. Uh yeah, so when this episode, you know, comes out Thursday morning, Thursday morning. It, it Thursday morning. They better come out tomorrow. I just want to speak directly to the future humans listening to this episode. Uh, Hello, future humans. Thank you for listening. I Welcome hope, to Earth. I hope you what? I hope you are, uh, are are ready for the game tonight and I hope you um, you have a lot of fun. Uh, I am actually sending this message to you uh, from the past. Um, so this is time travel. Yeah, this is essentially time travel. It is. Um, yeah. You know, all things happening at once. Um, Reality is an illusion. Oh, yeah. So uh, so I want to time travel. I, I can't get over this, guys.
0: Like I feel like it's just because my my brain is scrambled. I'm drunk. The Flyers won. I'm really happy. I I, I don't I don't like your that I, face is beat red. I, I, yeah, I'm still sweating, and I don't know why. I said the Flyers have a 39 percent chance to win on Thursday. They're 100 percent winning. Like what? Well, I, I think something you, overtook you, my brain. You, I can't get off of it, Matt. I can't move on. Is I, it? I, I, I'm Sitting next to
4: me, will do it to you, buddy. I'm embarrassed, I'm you, embarrassed.
1: You also just 39. Had... percent How about great 39s throughout history? Six one zero, six three two. Brett Myers you also just had a
3: really tough Yo, time giving good pull right.
1: Is Man. that
3: real?
0: Yeah. Yeah. I thought it, I thought he was like forty something. No, no he's right. Thirty no. nine is fantastic. Thirty nine is great. Brett That's why we. That's why we brought Dirty Mike on this show. Hey, that and and the scum personality that he
1: is. It certainly isn't the stench. No, it's not. Or his yeah, looks. Which, which or might or be bad. Um, Wasn't expecting with that.
3: Thing. Is there anything else you like to close out with, Nick? As the uh, as as the main Flyers fan, uh, I I like to personally before you add on that say goodbye to all the Fairweather Flyers fans. Thank you for joining us tonight. The season is not over. Bye, Bye, Bye Natalie. goodbye, goodbye, Natalie Eganelli. Uh, I love um, you. Nick, Bye, guys. Anything else you like to say before the game on Thursday night?
0: Um. Sure. Night. Sure.
4: Right. No. No, get it. Time yeah, travel. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. We're, t- we're time. Come on, traveling. Nate, we're time get traveling. better. Time I traveling.
3: You are fucking miserable.
0: Um, yeah, we're gonna we're gonna win on Thursday. No big deal. And then, uh, I, when's the next game? Saturday. Yeah, yeah. I guess. Who, who fucking cares? Let's yeah, just worry about. Cares. Let's worry about time traveling one day at a time. All right. Well, I thought we were time traveling. We are. Just I time like, traveled to, to Friday right, morning. The Flyers won. All right, you can't handle this. Let's fucking go! That's a great, great win by the Flyers going on in
3: the Game 6 of Thursday. We are going to segue and talk about a team we have not talked about in a long time, and as awesome as the Flyers are, and as much as we can't, can't wait, nope, nope, absolutely not. As much as we are excited about the Flyers, as much as they have brought attention to our city that we wanted, that we desperately needed... We are a football city. We want to talk about the Eagles. And the Eagles are two Sundays
1: away
4: My God. from
1: kickoff. That's right. We're a football city. We love watching men smash into each other. um Kicking balls. Mm-hmm. Sweating. Yes. Mm-hmm. Coughing into each other's mouths.
3: Mm-hmm. Spreading Smacking. Each other's diseases, asses.
4: Talking dirty to each other.
3: Absolutely. Doing weird stuff in the locker room. Smacking towels Wait. on the asses. Mm. Doing shit like that. That's the city that we are. That's what we Mm. want. Blue collar, sweaty towels, Mm. asses, mouths. That's what we want here in Philadelphia. That's That's what we want. If we lose sweaty towel, ass slapping... Dick choking, all that. We're upset for a week. Exactly. That's what we do here in Philadelphia. Blue collar, and we're two weeks away from that. There's a lot of blue collars. A lot of here. blue
0: collar stuff with that. Cheese sticks and Rocky. That's what
1: Philly does. All effort.
3: All effort with that stuff, and we're two weeks away from it. We cannot stress. You know, that Matt, more. it
1: really does breed a certain personality that just comes out of the city, and that's what Dirty
3: Mike encapsulates for over fifty years. And we just really cannot wait for kickoff two Sundays from now, and the Eagles are here. We got Eagles to talk about and there there is shit to talk about the eagles now it's not just like oh they're kind of practicing they're kind of not jason kelly's wearing a flyer jersey isn't that cool isn't he the man he is the man but we have actual shit to talk about so let's get started Future first round bust, Andre Dillard is already injured, so that's really cool. So we have a left tackle discussion here. Yeah, fuck that guy, right? So he uh. tore something that I've already forgotten about and uh don't even remember. So that leads up the left tackle discussion. So isn't it great that we got Jason Peters back? It is. It absolutely is. But are they keeping him at right guard? Or are they putting Matt... Matt Pryor at left tackle, or is Jason Peters holding the team rancer for more money? That's all the discussions we have here to talk Unless, about.
1: And let's be honest, Jason Peters would, you
4: know, he's gonna get injured. So, I mean at some point <sighs> well, that's the thing, right? So, like you're you're demanding money to move over to left tackle, and we're gonna get what nine games out of you? Like, come on, JP. So
3: here's everything that I brought up. Here's why I brought up this whole discussion because Doug Peterson did talk today. He mentioned, he said. Something along the lines of, of course, I'm paraphrasing because I'm not going to take the time to give you the whole verbatim of what he said. He goes, it's funny or it's crazy or how the hell did you guys come up with something like this? How did you guys come up with a story that says Jason Peters is telling us or holding us ransom or making us give him more money to play left tackle? Well, Dougie, where there's smoke, there's fire. There is. I don't know if he's going to get more money to play left tackle. I don't know if you're going to make him play left tackle. No one's just making up this story that they're saying, oh, well, Jason Pierce is going to have to play left tackle now, and he's demanding more money. The fact that you came to the media and said, where are you getting this story from? I don't know where that came from. Who comes up with this stuff? Well, somebody did because they heard something from a guy who's been playing for the Eagles since 19-fucking-33. That's where... Dougie, so but don't Matt, play so that's naive. when the
4: franchise started. Do you get it? I you do. You got it? I got it. Thank he was a tight end, right? I believe at that point. But that's when yeah. he got drafted. So
3: that's why. And the fact that Doug is playing so coy about it, like, we love you, Doug. Thanks for the Lombardi. But don't play that nonsense. Don't play that
4: shit. He also said during that same speech that he insists that Peters will remain at right guard. Gosh, I don't know where you guys come up with this stuff.
3: <laughs> oh, Doug, thanks for joining us. It's great to have you here. Don't be such a bitch with these fucking media conferences, especially when we know that you're going to play Jason Pierce at left tackle. It's either when you're going to start slow, like you notoriously do, or hopefully sooner so you don't get your injury-prone quarterback injured. That'd be great, right? Don't you think that makes sense?
4: Gee whiz, golly, Doug. Gosh, uh,
1: <laughs> you know, you were saying a whole lot of stuff there, but uh, I wasn't listening.
3: Okay, well, that makes sense. I just hope that you stick with what you do well, which is the offense, and you adjust accordingly. It doesn't take you to week eight to do that. What do you think?
1: Okay, then.
3: All right, Doug. Well, it's great to have you here. Uh, if you've got anything else to say, please feel free to cut me off. But as of now, I think I'm nah, just you-
1: eager to go back and get to the Hagen All right. Okay, I'll see you guys later. All right. <laughs> All
2: right
3: Doug. Oh, it's great to have you on board here as one of our many guests that we have at the Rocky Balboa Cheesecake Fun Hour. <laughs> My concern is this Jason Beer is a right guard. Cool, great veteran. I think he's going to figure it out. We have a. Quarterback here, Carson Wentz. He's already got soft tissue injury that I'm not really worried about. He's already said he's going to start week one. I, I'm not worried about that. But if we have a quarterback that's going to get blown up on the left side of the offensive line. Doug Pearson is notorious for making adjustments later in the season. The Eagles start slow. This is not the year to do that. Not when you have limited preseason. Not when you don't have time, as I say, on the grass in the preseason. I say just throw him over to left tackle. If what he's saying is true, which I don't know if it's true or not, that he's not asking for more money. Hey, I got one more thing. On. All right, I got one more question All right, for you guys. Dougie, What's going on there?
1: Yeah, so I, I, I'm wondering what this says about me. I rarely, I rarely use lube when I masturbate. What does that mean about my 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 personality? Oh, uh,
4: you're a rough. You're a rough go. I don't. You're a have, rough. You're a rough and tough I kind have of guy. No idea. I
1: don't. I, no lube? Have you always been no lube, or is that a new thing? Gosh, and you would think, you know, the way I prepare for the game, I prepare for masturbating. What? <laughs> you, do, you are a gambler, so no lube actually does make sense.
3: I mean, you're you're a fourth and go kind of guy, so no lube is just like, go, go, go. Gosh, I'll, tell you, I'll just grip it and
1: rip it, you know well, what I mean? That makes a lot of sense, no lube, hog hog. do you use ice cream as That's lube? That's what I was just
4: going to say, yeah.
1: That's for some secrets a man just doesn't tell. And that it. makes a lot of sense. Mm.
3: Well, Doug is always as again Great to have you here. No lube kind of guy. Good for Welcome. you. Makes a lot of sense, actually. Um,
1: that's never, my- never lose lube when I masturbate. All right. Good for you.
3: Super Bowl. Uh, anyone else have anything? I mean, that that's my thoughts. I think Jason Peters is going to play left tackle at some
0: point this season. Uh, yeah. Of course. I don't, I don't see why it's so difficult. Like Jason Peters is clearly the best option to play left tackle. Unless the reports are true. for more money? Sure. Fucking give him some fucking here. Here's $2 million to make you happy. I don't care about shit. He's the, he's, he's the, he, you have to have a good left tackle. And yeah, he has false start injury or injuries. Jesus Christ. False starts. And you know, people, people fucking harp on that shit. It's like, who gives a Gosh, fuck? He is
1: one, one per game. JP, I'll tell you one time I saw that man eat one whole gallon of pepper shooters. <laughs> God, <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> and uh you know i i just think it's so it's just it's just logical it makes
4: sense he's still good i don't give a fuck he was ranked the top five tackle in football last year he drank he, he, dra- he drank so, the
0: juice too <laughs> <God>. the pepper <laughs> shooters and the juice yeah he well, got paid three million dollars to play right guard what, yeah. what, which he's hours? never what is he what
4: do you think he's gonna ask for like another 10 million but like it's funny because you think he about probably wants to couple. here million. here's just the thing i can't get over All of a sudden now, like Jason Peters is a right guard. He's never played it before. He's never done it in all these years. The left tackle position opens up and this is like a debacle. Like just slide the guy over. Now he's saying he wants more money. Doug's saying no, he never came out and said that. But there's still but Doug also insisted he's gonna stay at right guard. Dude, he's not a right guard. He's never done this. He's obviously asking for more money because they're they're leaving him
0: over there for a reason, and they have Matt Pryor. Playing left Getting murdered. As a turnstile. Yeah, literally getting
4: slaughtered. Three
0: three days straight of getting murdered and they're like, they're like, why why would dear media, why would you
4: think that there's an issue here? (laughs) <laughs> like, on Sunday, on Sunday's practice, Matt Pryor gave up between eight and ten sacks to Josh Sweat. They said that's insane. They that's just insane. lost. They lost. They lost count. They were calling it the Winston Justice game of the preseason. And Matt Pryor shouldn't sniff the field. It should be. It should. Be, and here Jason we are. Peters like Peters yeah, we need Jason in right guard
0: so easily. Like this shouldn't even be a, a fucking discussion. It's insane it's that it's we're even it's talking it's about. It's only a discussion because Jason Peters asked for more money. Exactly. That happened. Doug, yeah. wherever you know. The, d- the problem is... Coming out saying that, that, that this didn't happen, it's like, come on, it's so fucking obvious. We're not dumb. I'll
3: throw a conspiracy theory out there. Go. I think it's somebody internally saying, let's force somebody to try and play better at left tackle. Sure. And say we're gonna make him seem like he's paying asking for more money at left tackle. He's a, he's
0: a Philadelphia legend. Like, what are you doing? Just give him a couple no. Matt, more Matt, that's a great dollars. point. No, no,
3: no, no, no. I'm saying that they're trying to make him be like. That's a great point, like, and that
0: could be it. Ask him,
3: like, make him ask for more money so that Matt Pryor or somebody. Cause you know what, Because we can't keep asking Jason Peters to come in to play left tackle. Matt, like they, they did a thing in the, the head huddle, head.
4: and they were like, so who's gonna step up? And Matt Pryor was like, I fucking got this. Yeah, like I can fucking do this. And, and he went over there, and Josh Sweat went. Yeah, and, and he, he went, got boom. yeah he got ripped. Bam. So what was
3: it? What was the game last year where they had a they had Dillard on the wrong side and he got ripped apart? I yep. think
0: I right think, they, season game. Right no, 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 it was regular season game. They, they, they put it I
3: am really worried about you. I think you have early on when
4: Lane... <laughs> You, when Lane Johnson was hurt, they tried Dillard over a right tackle for a couple games during the season. You, right? I thought
3: that was a preseason you game. You did this. You did this last week with something. I think it was a sixers GM. Like your your timing's all off. I'm just worried about you. I'm being,
4: I just want you to be okay. He's still sweating.
3: I think. I think. Go Flyers. If the start of this season happens the way the preseason is, with Matt Pryor getting blown up at left tackle. The way that Josh Sweat is, listen, Josh Sweat. Sure, if, if he's his preseason darling, the way that he has been for the past two years, and he's that good, great for us on our yeah. defensive side. <laughs> I don't think he's going to be that good. I think he'll be yeah, fine. I, yeah, I agree. But if Matt Pryor is as bad as we think he is, because he's that young, Josh Sweat's maybe. I think Doug no, will doesn't. make an adjustment and not let That's his quarterback, one. his injury-prone quarterback, get that beat up and say Jason Peters get it over to the left fucking tackle. We'll figure out the interior because we have Jason Kelsey in there and we have Lane Johnson and Jason Pierce over at tackle. We can figure out the interior, but we can't let yeah. the tackles be an issue, correct? While well, Lane Johnson's not a fucking issue, but we
1: can put Jason Pierce over there at left. I mean, we've talked a lot about this, but we didn't put it on our board and I want to make sure we don't lose sight of it is that Jalen Rager injury is... Uh... Minimum of four weeks, and we know oh, uh, when yeah. we have we have the uh, screw recovery refer the season. The season. Yep. It's the Philly sports team medical legion.
4: Everyone at this table, when they said two to four weeks, in their head went eh, six to eight. Yeah, I almost wrote I almost wrote <laughs> six on the board. I was like, we'll see a week six, like in in there. I'm no question about it whatsoever. Actually, dude,
0: it's a shoulder tear. Yeah,
4: it's it a small like, one though. To it our legion,
0: like one of those things that it's like oh. It's a shoulder tear. He's going to be out two to four. With wings, our medical legion, it
4: just
2: keeps tearing. <laughs> his mouth for the with next our medical legion, he probably
4: went with his shoulder bone exposed, and they were like, "It's a small I, tear." I personally think it's, it's a small tear. Very optimistic. I I actually go, go back, back
3: to the tweet and the article last year where they said um, Deshaun mm. Jackson's bone oh, has God. muscle uh, ripping and falling off, off his of rib it. or whatever it was, and I was like, "Wow, that sounds delicious." Um, <laughs> <laughs> and. And then he came back the, the barbecue. next. Week. I remember you saying that word for word. He came back the next week for one drive, and I'm just yeah. like, "Wow, Jalen Rigger couldn't." And at, at that point, they were like, season. "Oh, well, this time
4: it ripped right off the bone." And you're going, "Jesus Christ, why is he in there?" I am
3: begging. I am begging for all the the gods out there the the catholic gods the buddhist gods the football gods <laughs> the greek gods like whatever there may be out the there the old just, gods the new the gods the old gods the new gods, gods the let guys, this I be a, a god's correct, correct god's. timeline let's just be just just let it just be four weeks can we please see this possible dynamic receiver be on the field
4: and you know what <laughs> and here we are with jj back in wide receiver hey, before
3: we get there before we get there before we get there Let's go to how he got there. So we do the right thing as an organization. Again, we, because we are part of the Eagles organization. For so sure. Obvious. They sit Carson, as they should, because he's got a soft muscle issue. Sit him. Just sit him. just sit him. He, He's fine. Get, get him to week one. He would have said it. So they bring in the second round draft pick in Jalen Hurts. This motherfucker goes out in practice. And he throws a goddamn interception. And Jalen Rieger has to go and make a tackle. Does he have to? I don't think he does. But he wants to make a good impression in practice in his first season. And while making his tackle, while this second round draft pick, that you don't have to draft in the second round because you have Carson Wentz, tackles this intercepted pass and tears his fucking shoulder off. And now our first-round draft pick is gone for four weeks to an entire season because our th- quote-unquote
0: third-string quarterback, Jalen Hurts, threw an interception. Do you do you know why he threw the interception? Because it was tipped? It was a tipped and, ball. And Sweat got beat, or uh, Sweat beat... Uh... Matt Pryor. Dude, this, sim- this simulation is so <laughs> Simulation.
3: So, so 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 we were talking
4: about time travel earlier, correct? So so Sweat
0: put pressure on
4: Pryor. So
3: on uh, so the Andre Diller injury, like the, the the levels of this is so inception. Like it is unbelievable.
0: Andre <laughs> Diller getting
3: injured, is Matt Pryor in there. Then you get the worst fucking second round draft pick of all time in Jalen Hurts because you have a career quarterback in Carson Wentz, and you get him out there, and then you injure your first round draft pick this year. It is so Inception is just fucking dude. After that crazy. happened, like Jason
4: Peters at, at the huddle in his head is probably going fuck man.
3: Christopher Nolan read this article and had a stroke. Yeah. Like he's
1: just <laughs> like what the fuck. He's like I've been around too long I, and I kind of let that happen. I need to clarify though. You're not really blaming Jalen Hurts for the injury to uh, Jalen Hurts. I'm blaming huh? the simulation. Gym. No, no, no I, I'm yeah.
3: blaming. I'm blaming. <laughs> I'm blaming Howie Roseman two years ago for drafting <laughs> Andre Dillard. <laughs> then Andre Dillard getting hurt. Then Howard has been thinking. Yeah. Okay, we need a backup quarterback. Then Carson Wentz
4: having talk to Jimmy. It's, it's inter- six degrees of Kevin Bacon.
3: It's like the seventh. It's the seventh layer of the dream that is interception. That was that practice for Jalen.
4: It's six degrees of Vince Young.
3: Ray, yeah, Jalen Reger tackling the Jalen Hurts interception. Does that make sense? Did you gather all that? Not a bit. Okay. Nope. Maybe a word. Um, I got it all. It, it It is just the most Eagles thing of all time. From front office to injury level to practice to preseason to we're not even week one. And the Eagles are once again one of the most injury
4: riddled teams. <laughs> They're like, well, JJ, has he, JJ's look great in camp. Yeah. You know, no, he's going right. to wide up at the right side and you're going, God, don't tell me this shit. Like, it's, I know what JJ is. I don't need me, you to no, tell me he's, he's a having a good camp, game, bro. Yeah, oh, how many of those have we fucking seen? Yeah, you don't know who you don't know who he is
1: yet. Stop. It, it. is unbelievable though this the injury streak with this team. Like doesn't it doesn't end. It, man. It, it really doesn't.
3: Somebody, somebody on the on the Eagles press, whatever, who gives a shit, said. JJ I think a white side is going to have a much better unit <laughs> he's going to be such a better player and I was like mm. "What? he's going to be a wide receiver like you You can't be much worse than what he was right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck. Yeah. God
4: he's going to catch the ball he's really, going to do what he was trying to be what did he be. do last
0: year what was it like four catches
4: I mean <laughs> he had was historically bad first he had one right. memorable right. catch for me and it was that first play against the Dallas game for the division and I was like, "Oh my God, a thirty-yard catch by JJ!" No, he and that a, was it. You're
3: you're right. He had very few memorable catches. I can't I can't dispute you. But he had that one over-the-shoulder catch in the last four weeks. Uh, whatever. Who gives a fucking yeah. shit? <laughs> We're all cheering for him. We all want him to be
0: good. You're, <laughs> oh, no, you're right. kept, like, we want you to be good. Right, but, like, right, right. don't. Uh, I mean, like, he, he went wrong. to Stanford. Yeah, don't patronize me, wrong. motherfucker. Yeah, like, yeah, but like, he, right? He went to Stanford. Yeah, he went <laughs> to Stanford. <laughs> he went yeah. to Stanford, Matt. Yeah. 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 Oh, another big, another Big Twelve. guy. yeah, it's just another Pac
3: twelve guy. Yeah. It's just like, it's just a gen ring. The worst. injured. They're the Andre Dillard's injured. Um, uh, Brooks is injured. Like it's just we're just starting over again. And Carson has a soft tissue injury, even though he's supposed to be playing week one.
4: And then you take the and then not only do you have the injuries, you have the guys that you were kind of hoping may have came around and been on the team. And you have the stories like Sidney Jones, where they're like he's borderline about to get released. <laughs> oh, high they're trapper. about to let him go. He's, you know, he's
0: because he he sat out
4: and like dude, it's bad. Who it was it's I, bad.
0: I think it might have been Doug or somebody called him out. It was like. It might have been the cornerback's coach, or it might have been Jim Schwartz. You know what? I think it was Jim Schwartz. Call, like, was like, you know, he had a question about Sidney Jones. He's like, well, you know, he's not on the field. So, you know, he basically alluded to him not making
4: the team. And he's also, when like, he has been crazy. on the field, been dreadful. Do you not want
0: to be on the team, bro? No,
4: they don't. No, listen, come on, they don't. They no, don't he's not a good team. player is They're what not. it's going to come down to. That's it. He's just not a good player. That's okay. It is, I guess, it it's, is. It's, it's, but it's, but, it's, but it's, you know what I'm saying, though. No, like okay. you had guys you were you wanted to come into camp, and, and you had a little bit of hope left for some of these guys. Dude, and he was, I was, excited he was number for one. Jones this what? Yeah, yeah. Well, he's number one. He's well, the, the guy you want to to, to work out the most. You know I'll him I'll and him more. and Derek Barnett, right, are the guys you're kind of still rooting for. Yeah, well, yeah, well, no, no, Derek, too, right? Derek <laughs> Barnett's at least done something. Cindy Jones no,
3: He did that one like pass deflection against the Cowboys last year. I want someone like Sidney Jones to do something that no other football player has done. I wanted to say, I wanted to do one of those like tweets where it's in the notes app, where it's just like, you know what, Philadelphia, it never worked out. And to be quite honest, like, I'm okay with that. Like, yeah. it, like, I never wanted <laughs> I to be I You yeah. suck. I, I'm not <laughs> yeah. that good, and right. like, you guys I, suck I also as fans. pack ten, and like, like, it never was gonna work out. And we should be mad at him for that. Like, like, the Philadelphia That's fans probably. and Sidney Jones does not work out. And like, I just wanted to be honest about that. And, like, we should be honest with him and be like. Yeah, you fucking suck too and good luck in your future.
4: Yeah, but you were supposed to be a top 10 pick and you hurt your Achilles and we all rooted for you and then here we are. Yeah,
3: like, here we are and you fucking blow thanks to that one pass deflection against the Cowboys last year for us to get in the straight. playoffs and Carson get hurt. So you are supposed fine. to be the Markel Fultz that actually did work out. Yeah, exactly. Washington <laughs> uh-huh. player. He is So like aren't we excited about Fuck this Washington. upcoming football season? Like, can't this, wait. This I can't. I Hello, can't hold I'm, on.
4: Gonna, you know what? You know who's going to turn it up a little bit and put a plus sign on this big fucking minus sign yeah. here? We, regardless of all these injuries, are still, have the ninth best odds to win the Super Bowl, man. Well, there so you go. They're still, they're still looking at us like contenders, there and we should, too. Nine. They're still good. Of course. They're still good. they're still good. They've got some injuries, but listen, man. I Wentz absolutely. is still healthy. Miles Sanders is healthy. Like, there are some super important Ertz, dudes out there that Ertz, are going to play. Ertz Goddard? Goddard came back today. Greg Ward? right? Yeah, who's, uh, well sure. <laughs> Greg Ward. <laughs> he does. threw a ward at me, not a Fletcher Cox, said, not a... I got, I got not nothing against Greg Ward, but I'm not Goddard. Man. Yo, I'm... All aboard
1: the ward train. Yeah, me too, bro. I'm, he is a I'm he's a board. he's a tight little slot
0: guy.
4: Love
1: he's him. Gonna, he's gonna be he's gonna he's, be a problem. W- what has he done wrong? Like he, every time, he's, every time he gets on the field, he just makes plays. When, when you have, Wentz loves when you him. That's D-Jax, what I love about him.
0: When you have Djax and Rager on the outside oh. and. and and Greg Ward running did across not, the middle, dude, he, totally. He's going to be a problem. Sure, did you know, did you absolutely. How
3: Riker's missing the entire season, with uh, me falling off his bones. Optimistic I just, Nick. I just
0: time traveled. Time traveled. Oh, he's oh, back. he's yeah, back in week too, two. He wow. did. Time-trived. He only misses wow. one week. Isn't that man, fucking crazy? Man, that is crazy. Yeah. What about?
3: Uh, so. Uh, well maybe let's not go there yet. So we still have Futcher Cox. I like Golancox. Go. We're saying Hargrave is coming back week one and we still have Fletcher Cox uh, we still have Brandon Graham, so we still have the defensive line. We should still be very excited about Darius Slay, who we're not even talking about. Don't give me those those videos where he's getting burned one on one plays. Where it's care. meant to be successful for the offense. Like everyone, just we shut don't up about that. Talk about
0: him because we're not worried about him.
3: I think I think the Eagles are. It's the Eagles and the Cowboys for the division. I think the Eagles win the division. in The NFC's Dirty Mike's playing on Stop his Stop,
0: Dirty.
1: Jesus. Don't know what oh what dirty. What the, the fuck, fuck are you doing? Nick, That that's really. Yeah, don't scream directly into your mic. Yeah, please. I pulled back, like, I was like, here.
3: We get it. The Flyers like, won. You're excited. No need to scream in the mic. Well, did I, somebody needed to yell dirty. Dirty. Hi, did, you, you you ever, did you ever pull up the over under wins for the Eagles? It took I did. Year.
4: So it's nine and a half. Yeah. Nine yeah. and a half? With the best being Kansas City at 11 and a half.
3: Well, I don't care about Kansas City. Well, so it's They're not that City. far of a differential. It's kind of nice. I don't care
4: nice. about the Chiefs either, bro. Yeah
3: okay i'm comparing so, differentials did they did you see where anyone else in the mc east was uh
1: cowboys oh, man. Ca- cowboys are fifth at plus 10 guys before i speaking of the chiefs before i forget this this is just i this needs to be talked about please, so please so andy Reid recently was asked about his super bowl ring apparently
4: uh, i know you're going with um this. no chance at fit by the
1: way and uh they asked him you know what Funny it, you should say that what are his plans uh with his ring and he responded
2: uh, you know, you wear for uh, special occasions uh, and uh, or if you want a free cheeseburger, you just point right there and yeah, show them that right there. And, uh, you might get one.
3: <laughs> Has anyone abused a joke more than Andy Reid? Oh, yeah, he man. has abused a fat joke no, yeah, no, no, for 20, twenty years. Yeah,
4: uh, yeah. twenty
0: years. <laughs> I have another question: Has a podcast ever had Doug Peterson and Andy Reid on the same exact podcast at the, on the same night? And, and, oh, on the and, same and night? No is the answer. So the have
2: yeah.
3: Andy Reid and We're Doug is crazy. Oh These God. other podcasts. I step thought up. about that when I saw that.
2: Yeah, you know, uh, what you oh, Andy's back. What you do it. You know. Uh. Yeah, to make a really good breakfast. Like, What's that? You don't wash your skillet. You just let the grease kind of pour on it as a build up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, uh, and then you, you let that bacon grease just kind of, you know, sitting there. Oh, okay. And then, uh, you, you never wash it. And that's how you make a, a really good breakfast. What do you think him and Tyreek Hill talk about?
3: Nothing. Andy... Do you ever, do you ever think about like just diversifying your comedic portfolio? I mean, you're you're a good guy and you're a funny guy, but like you can talk about something other than your weight.
2: No, that's what I do. I do fat jokes. That's what I do. I do fat jokes. Well,
3: that's it. I get it, but like you know, like you're a personable dude. Like the, your players love you. The media loves you. Like. You don't have to just like poke fun at yourself in your way.
2: Like we get it. Like people like you. Uh actually so I'll do uh, one other thing. Hey, look at this shirt, isn't it funny? That's uh Tommy Bahama. <laughs> uh
3: yeah, the Hawaiian shirts. It is it, it, it's your look. Like when all the coaches get together they all look professional and you're in the Tommy uh, Bahama.
2: That's uh, that's another thing I do. I wear these Tommy Bahama shirts. They're kinda of, they're kinda of crazy, huh?
3: <laughs> yeah, no, that's true. I guess I guess you got me there. I tried to pigeonhole you and you got me with the Tommy Bahama and then the 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 food, so That's good. All right. Well,
2: you know, we go get a cheeseburger.
3: Yeah, we, we can. All right. Jesus Christ, Andy. All right. Well, it's good to see you. Congratulations on the Super Bowl. Yeah, glad you got one, big guy. No, I, I <laughs> am know? glad you got one. I'm glad and, nothing's
4: changed, honestly.
2: You're, you're still the same. Are you
3: really going to try and get free cheeseburgers with your Super Bowl ring? I mean, you've made a lot of money. I
2: think you could pay for your cheeseburger. Listen, young man, as sure as you're... What was that? <laughs> <laughs> as sure as you're sitting there, I'm going to try and get a cheeseburger with this fucking thing. <laughs> okay, Andy. How hard for him was it to say, as sure as you're sitting there?
0: Okay, I, I thought he said Max
3: Scherzer. I don't know. I, he, it's tough for him just to exhale. Alright, well it's good to see you Andy. Um, a lot of things going on in the NFL. Uh, outside of just Andy Reid and Doug Pearson being here at our podcast on the same night. A lot of guests. First of all, can hey. we just, we need to acknowledge the I guests know, that I'm we
0: have really here a show. I'm it, doing it really crazy.
3: good. crazy. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm throwing out a lot of texts. On the same calls. day, Leonard Gosh. Fournette gets released by the Jacksonville Jaguars, the fourth overall pick in 2017. Crazy. And Alvin Kamara is... <laughs> they're saying he's asking for a trade, whatever. That's just
4: Anderson just working her sheets. Maybe. I don't think that's true. The Saints do that. They've, they've, they've done it. Yeah. Well, they work her sheets? They, no, yeah, they, they have. Her sheets. They've made uh, two huge trades for, and got first-rounders for big players in uh, Brandon Cooks. And they traded away... Um, come on, help me. Shitgram? Th- Jimmy Graham. Jimmy Jimmy Slow Graham? Yeah.
3: Okay. Well, that happened in the NFL. Um, Leonard Fournette and, and he passed all the all the waivers and all that. So Leonard Fournette has at this moment as a free agent. Um just interesting stuff. Alvin Kamara, I don't think that the Saints are doing hey, that. To man. comment
4: on, right? I mean, I'm taking a flyer on Fournette all day. I'll nope.
3: take a flyer on that, yeah, too. Why the fuck not? Just for the
4: right. If money, Sanders sure. go if Sanders goes down, what are we doing? Think I, would of, take think Leonard, about that. I would
3: take Leonard Fournette. We have Boston and the, Scott and
4: Corey Clement, dude. That's kind of a problem. I, n- dude, I don't think it's fine. a problem. <laughs> I, <don't know. laughs> okay. I, would take, I would
3: take Leonard Fournette Sounds and the rough. LeGarrette Blunt role. sure.
4: Yeah, that's what I mean. That's yeah. all you need them for. Like a guy who can come in and do something like Blount, perfect.
3: I, th- I think, yeah, I think for the right money, Lagarre Blunt is a good fit. But I think slightly there's also slightly expanded. Slightly I,
4: expanded. I think Burnett can punch it in.
3: I think there's a reason that yeah.
4: he's fucking hurt Thirty-one teams just pass on him. He's a free agent because so. he's nobody always, always hurt. always hurt. That's the problem. He's always hurt. Whatever. There's a lot of players who are always hurt. You just yeah. And nobody, dude, nobody, the, nobody, I mean, nobody. literally, the dude's never on the field. You he hasn't played in two backs years anymore. You just don't. Nope. Running backs don't Especially matter. ones that don't play. You just draft, running him, running back, I think, draft but listen, him in the third, fourth, fifth round. Say you, say you take him for a couple million and he actually doesn't get hurt. Some it's a people, huge low-risk move.
3: Some people truly believe that running backs don't matter. Some people are like, oh, running backs don't matter. And he say it's a joke, but the NFL is proving that right now with moves like that. And that
1: guy's a fourth overall pick a couple some years, years will ago. Some people say running backs don't matter. And some people say running backs don't matter. That, I mean, I'm, that's a true statement. <laughs> it is. The guy's a fourth overall pick a couple years that's ago. That's what Matt just said. I know.
3: <laughs> he said I know. I, I stick by that, and that guy has stats. It's not like he's an unproductive running back. <laughs> some <laughs>
1: people say running backs don't matter, and then some people turn into Spongebob and say, running backs don't matter. <laughs> well, people know what that
3: Spongebob mean is. They know exactly what I mean when I say that.
1: Yeah, sure do. All right.
3: <laughs> Nick, are you still fired up? Uh, what? All right, perfect. Well, we're going to go to a break here. We're <laughs> going to check in on our sponsorships. We've got a lot of sponsorships. We've got a lot of guests. Uh, is Andy still here is Doug still here we gotta check the
1: green room you never know who's gonna show
3: up that's right two
4: Uh, weeks the Washington football team
1: the Washington football team that's right we will be right back this episode of the Rocky Balboa cheesesteak fun hour is brought to you by Burger King
0: That is Burger King we don't give a fuck what your food tastes like thanks to our sponsor Burger King
3: And we are back and we're here to talk about your Philadelphia Phillies, a team that has turned it around a rough start, not to mention the coronavirus, but a team that has started with a hot offense, a pretty darn good starting rotation. A team that has tried to address their bullpen, and they are seven and three in their last ten games. And with a win tonight, has gotten over five hundred for the first time this year. They beat the Nationals again. Shut the fuck up, Washington. I don't know if you noticed this, but with social media, they have been trying to be like, oh, oh, uh, Philadelphia, like we don't care about you. Have you guys noticed that? Like they've been trying to like beat Dude, us up. every
0: night. They they were like. Juan Soto has more homers in in Citizens Bank than any other player since like yesterday. Exactly, and, yeah, he
4: has so seven, three homer games, yeah. and four of them have been against you guys. And you're exactly. like, oh, all right, nice. you know, all right.
3: And and it, like I I thought I was the one to notice that in our group, and but like they've been trying to like Big Brother us It's like cool, like we know you won the World Series last year. However, you guys are 13-21, and as of right now, we're 16-15, and I'm pretty sure we're five and zero against you this year. Something along those lines. You are winless. Against: us. What was
0: the thing that they said last week? It, it was their It was their first tweet at us. It was um the F- Philadelphia isn't as hard to beat as Philadelphia thinks they are yes something, something along, along those lines li- yep, like absolutely it's like listen first and foremost we know that we're pretty easy to beat I mean we've been getting beat our entire <laughs> lives yeah are you
4: fucking kidding me but second
0: of all like you're just about to start a series with us your team's not looking so hot and we kicked your ass
4: like 5-0 and 0 now by the way fuck yeah, you Washington like I get I get it you're it's, hyped it's hilarious you're hyped still I'd they, probably be hyped right I, I understand they're it they're trying to create a rivalry or right.
0: something like yeah. we don't care about you like we hate the Mets like, yeah yeah. you
4: hit the nail on the head, they
3: are trying to create a yeah, rivalry like, and like there's not one listen, here. Listen,
0: you won a World Series, but we don't
3: give a fuck about you. No, not at all. And if you want to create a rivalry, they should try beating the Phillies. Yeah, I just like it gave you that fire right there. And they did not at
1: all. The Phillies beat the Nationals again. Yeah. And
3: just pitched a gem.
1: So take that, 23-year-old social media manager for the Nationals. That's right. Suck on that. Mm. The
3: Phillies are 7-3 in their last 10 games. They are addressing their bullpen because that was obviously their Achilles heel on a team that has been pretty darn good. Uh, with their offense, with their starting rotation, and then they just had this, like, glaring, glaring weakness that was the bullpen. So as Jimmy stated before this season, as we all really thought they would be, but Jimmy was the one who stated that, like, this offense is going to be really
4: strong.
2: The
3: way he uh, you know, depicted it was going to be the Gatling gun offense. Like,
4: imagine like he, and which is an incredible point, because imagine when they all hit together, because at some point they're going to. Right. So Harper and Real Muto were super hot, crushing. They've cooled off. And now you've got Hoskins and McCutcheon that are basically doing what they did. So it's like when they all kind of gel at the same time, what are they going to do? That's what I mean. Because, uh, and you just touched on it, like, McCutche-
1: McCutcheon looks like he's got a swing back. Like, Hoskins too, man. Hoskins. And, and so, like, think about that
4: that batting order. That Not to mention our third baseman, Rook, coming up and killing God, it. Boom. Absolutely. Killing he's it. He's really good. He looks good, man. He's, he's really built good. like really Jason good. Worth, And I know people have said that, but he really does. I love that. And, like, he's starting to show the power now, too. He had a homer tonight, a double tonight. Like, he's starting to really put the fucking bat on the ball. All right. I,
0: I look, I like
3: to I like to say this. Here's the thing, when you have a really, really, really good lineup, and the Phillies are a really good lineup, right now they are ranked the third in offense, only behind, I think, the San Diego Padres and the Dodgers. First of all, those are elite offenses in Major League Baseball.
4: Elite. Which no one offenses. saw the Padres
1: coming. Wild. Yeah, I mean... Um, Whoa. You know... Mach- oh, I don't know. Tatis, I, I just,
4: Tatis no. Machado, Grisham. No, I, I know. I'm saying Tatis had like an okay year last year. Nobody oh, saw him doing yeah, this. Yeah, they did. Oh, no, dude, no, no, stop. No. Has been, no, Tatis has no, been no, no, that no. guy for a while, man. Yeah. Fernando let's Tatis not, let's Jr.?
3: Not, let's not dive deep into yeah. that. Yeah.
4: What no. he's doing right now is not even close to what he did in the past. He's having an all-calibre year right now. Yeah, all right. so so not, saw yeah,
3: no. Tatis was always going to be a rising star. They're waiting for this season to happen. This season happened. Let's not get too deep into that. Well, my, we want to talk more Padres baseball. We, <laughs> I I'd rather not. My point is this: when you have this caliber of offense, and we're talking about, well, let's wait for all them to click. That doesn't usually happen. All nine hitters to hit because now we're in a DH year. What happens, at least in my opinion, is that. People pick each other up. So, yeah, you have a Harper Real Muto kind of not take days off, but they don't hit so that the McCutcheons and the Hoskins of the world do pick up, or a Bohm takes a day and a Segura picks up. Like you have these other hitters who are, you look at the line, be like, oh man, these are all hitters. In the 2007 to 2011 era, do you realize that I'm almost positive we never had a 300 batting average hitter? They all just complimented each other really, really well. Since when? In the 2007 <laughs> to 2011 yeah, no, era, and, and our and you're right. World Series era, yeah. there was never a 300 hitter. No. They all just complimented each other really, really. Occasionally,
4: well. right, but not, but not often. I what think. What do you mean? Occasionally, no, you're no, saying zero guys did it. Yeah, I guess zero not. Guys, yeah,
0: who would? No one ever hit I 300. Palanca, but he was before, right? Mm- so I, who exactly. else? Yeah. Chase Utley
3: never and, hit. 300. And at, yeah, Jimmy Rollins never hit 300. Shane Victory never hit 300. A, uh, that's an
0: incredible stat. I didn't know. Exactly.
3: I mean. So what I'm saying is this: so when we have a uh, lineup like this. Like, yes, we would love to see all nine guys hit. Like, yeah, it'd be great to score 20 runs a night, but like, that's unrealistic. But what a lineup like this does is that when guys like great players have off nights, you have the other really great guys or really good guys step up and do this. That's what a great Matt. Lineup great does. point.
4: So 2008 at this point in the season in 2008, the batting average for the Phillies was 263 for two, 2020 right now. It's 262.
3: So exactly the same guys step up at the right it's exactly time. the same. So. Tonight they were up two to nothing. And then they got Patrick Corbin out of the game. And the Washington Nationals had one of the relievers. I don't know his name. No one else does either, unless you're a Washington Nationals fan who should be listening to us at RBC F H podcast. And McCutcheon had two people on and the count was three to one.
4: It was it was a hitter-friendly. My man Finnegan had a bad night.
3: There you go. It was a hitter-friendly count, and the ball was exactly where you want it to be. And McCutcheon, who's a veteran, an MVP player, it was right where you want it to be. And the the motherfucker just Got the pitch that you want, and his quick hands just fucking went right through the, the, the plate and blasted it to left field. And that's McCutcheon. And yes, he's 34 years old, but he's an ex MVP player, so he's someone who could step up. Reese Hoskins is showing, and we're going to get into Reese Hoskins in a bit. A butt of a lot of jokes here. He can step up and be a hitter. Harper, we don't need to talk about Harper. We know who he can be. JT Romuto, a lot of talks that we can have about him. He can step up. Gene Segura, Mm -hmm. yes, he's made mistakes. He has, we can discuss, cause Andrew McCutcheon and an ACL tear. Booms can be a superstar in his town in a couple of years. We can go down the line. Didi the has been
4: a great filling. Didi. he's been I, good
1: all need, year. We yeah. need like to like sign if, this guy. If Gene Segura is the weak weak link in your, then you're doing yes, all right. Beautiful. That's where
4: they're at. Think it's, about it. Exactly. So the Phillies have
3: this offense, this offense that we've all talked about, and we have Nola, we have Wheeler. Fuck Jake Arrieta. fuck Jake Arrieta. and I'll say it one more time. Ugh. Fuck Jake Arrieta. and we have Spencer Howard, who got his first win. Here, and I and still I- have a
4: little bit of hope in me for Zach Eflin, man. I really here. do. Listen, I yeah. always have. I've got this little bit of love for him. Like, I I see that he's got good stuff, but he also, at times, he just does this stuff where you're like, come on, yeah. man. Like, he's, he's been good all year. Like, they yeah. fucked
0: him up last yeah. year. That, that asshole Chris Young, that pitching, that, that pitching fucking coach... That he we was so shitty, year, he fucked up Eflin. He took away he took away Eflin's you know strengths and was like, "You're gonna start being a strikeout pitcher." And he's and, not. And Eflin, funny enough, he stopped doing the shit he was doing last year. He went back to his the uh, to weak contact his in 2008, but his strikeouts are up yeah. because he's that talented. Like, right. don't fuck with somebody that's pitching well. Zach Eflin was good for us for a year and a half straight, and then last year he was ass. And now I I, I think we have a legitimate. Three, I yeah, really do. I've been. I. I have Wait, faith a in
3: legitimate three with with Nola Wheeler and Ethlin and then let Zach, uh, let um um, um um Spencer Howard be whatever he is. Yeah, because totally. the thing with Howard
0: is, is like he's probably moving forward a four to five inning pitcher, and then like they'll back him up with Velasquez because. You know, he's, it, Spencer Howard really hasn't learned how to pitch yet. You know, he's, he's got the stuff, but like, he's like three he, games in. He he'll get walks there. A lot of guys, he, 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 he runs up big pitch counts. So by the time it's the fifth inning, it's like, he's up to hundred pitches. He's
1: done. So yeah, he's our four. And if we want to do the 2008 again, the that comparison, look, let let's, this this uh pitching staff is at least as good if not better than that 2008 staff I you could make a case for that percent agree I, hmm, what cool. could the major difference between those two teams be then <laughs> the bullpen so we're but going no no hold
4: on you had one of the best bullpens in this fucking team's history by now
3: what do, what do you mean? and Madsen in So you just, uh, just acknowledge that the major difference was the bullpen. Well, what okay, yes, yeah, I'm out. Now you're getting right. to you, you. just shut the fuck up, you fucking greasy, <laughs> miserable scum <laughs> fuck.
4: Jesus. Mm. God. What, I get this man a Xanax.
3: What happened to you as a child? Were you I, not I was, loved enough? Like, we're no. getting to that.
4: You're right.
1: But, love you. As Lay back on the couch. Let Matt diagnose you. We
3: discussed last week. The Eagles make moves. (laughs) They make moves to better their team. The Sixers make moves to make moves. We don't fucking know what they do. The Phillies made moves to the right part of their team. They made a big move. David Phelps. They made moves with Workman and Embry and Hale, who probably shouldn't be on the team. I said at least it's a new body, they but he's probably terrible. What did I say? You, you said t- he's terrible. I said at least it was just a different body. Oh, I said that? You said that. You said that. Oh, uh, okay. David Phelps seems to be a pretty big move. They gave up three, like, double-A players as far as what I read. And I'll I'm tell the- you what, he's a hell of a swimmer. There we go. Yeah. Uh, yep. a Phelps, mm. a Phelps, an Olympian. Nonetheless, <laughs> David Phelps seems to be for what we're seeing this year from the Brewers and a couple of seasons prior, has some really good numbers. They addressed the bullpen. They made moves now to try to win now.
4: They did nothing but the pen. <laughs> like, they didn't do anything else. They knew their weakness, and that's all they did. And I, and I get it. And not a great start. Phelps is nice. We'll see what happens if he actually pitches, when, when he actually pitches. But the other three guys, I mean... I agree, but at least they made. Yeah, they're trying, but man, like Workman's got. There's something in Workman that I'm that I that I think will come around. The other two, I don't know. Workman's Workman's got nasty stuff. Yeah, you could tell.
0: There's something there. Hembery. Listen, he's, he's a good middle reliever. I mean, that's that's all. I think. I think I said he'd be like the Durbin, didn't I? I think I said that. You did. Um, you said you know, he's, not, he's not a late-inning guy. He's a guy that's going to come out and give you a couple innings and, okay, and, and hopefully not give up a run or two. I mean, he's a quality middle reliever. Um, David Hale's not a quality anything, and I, I do. I mean, Workman, I, I think I, I, I said this a couple weeks ago. I said, or whenever we got him last week, I said, you know, he's going to make us crazy a little bit because he does walk guys, but he doesn't really get hit. So, like, yeah, he's going to, you know, like, how many times have we seen him? He's given up a lot of runs. But how many times have we seen him, like, you know, runners on base and he closes it down? I mean, I, we've had him for a week and a half, two weeks, and we've seen that, like, three times. Yeah. When he's closing games, there's yep. ru- always runners on base. yeah exactly. he's got stuff. It's a stressful, like, save. But I don't want to
1: see him in the ninth. I want to see Phelps in the ninth. I, I want to say something that's probably not true at all, but I'm going to make connections Please, where there are. Yeah, none.
3: I, I prefer if it's not Yeah,
1: that's what we do here. Hmm? um I think... Alec Bohm coming up too had a had a good impact on Reese Hoskins. I think that was like you know he that this guy comes up he starts playing Ooh, a little bit the
0: new I, kid in town. A lot of chatter about him playing first. Yeah, is that where you're going. I yeah. don't. I don't think that's
1: not not. I I, I believe th- that is true.
4: Yeah. How steal how my steal not? my I mean, sunshine
0: kind of I thing. Think it
1: lit a little fire under his uh, tookus Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Like yeah when the media listen, these guys are listening. They're they're listening to the media. So you know the media is like. Alec Baum, he can't, he can't play third base, so he's, his future's at first, his future's at first. I mean, how many times have you heard that? And Reese Hoskins has to be like, yeah, fuck that, and, I mean, you know, Reese had a slow start and everything, but his approach was pretty good all year, and, uh, you know, we're finally starting to see the real Reese Hoskins, and... I'm going to call back again. I said he's a fucking, what did I say? He's like a two, 280, 400 on base guy. He's
2: kind of looking that way, boys.
0: All right, all right. So <laughs> all right. we've had, and like, good for you, you you yeah, did. Right, let's, right.
3: Enough of us trying to <laughs> pat each other, ourselves no, on I'm the back. No, I'm just patting myself on the back. All right, let's, enough of our, ourselves patting ourselves on the back. All right, I'll um, he, he is attacking pitches earlier in the count. He's, he's not trying just for walks. It is good to see him with the shorter swings, and it is a better approach at the plate. Um, I think it benefits him for the shorter season. He is a streaky hitter. Um, yep. It is just better for him. I th- it will be interesting to see how Girardi handles the bullpen. Just the fact that he has these um, tools in his workbench, in his tool belt, of Workman, of Phelps, of Embry, of Neris in his bullpen, because that's a better tool belt than just what yeah. he had.
0: Jose Alvarez is going to be back at, as soon as his nuts heal. I mean, Jose Alvarez is a huge piece to our jo- bullpen. Jo- what a oh. sense, JoJo, is it a coincidence that JoJo Romero comes up throwing fire and in 2007, 2008, we had a guy named... J.C. J. C. Romero, Romero.
4: thrown fire. They look, and they look exactly alike. It, well, no, they I'm don't. Kidding. I'm not kidding. At all. I'm kidding. Dude, I'm joking. Mm-hmm. No, it wasn't no, a good job. It was, they, tough, uh, no? it was tough to read. Very tough to read. You sound very serious. They're total
0: opposites. Very
3: tough to read. Very tough to mm-hmm. read. I just think, at the very least, they the Phillies did something to address the weakness to show that they're trying to win this year in this this COVID weird year. However, we should address on Sunday night when they faced the Braves again yeah. that John Middleton went up to the pandemic crew <laughs> and he was there signing autographs, dude.
4: In gloves, and just being an absolute weirdo. They're screaming sign JT in his face, and he's like, hur, 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 hur. Yeah, but- Hey, d- hey, Mr. Middleton, this is, this
0: is Butch from from hey. Ock. I'm sure you've heard of me. Mr. Middleton, you've heard of me right of This is Butch from Matty Hey! <laughs> like, what are you doing? Like, yeah, what are you doing? Hey, Mr. Middleton, can you please sign uh, JT? Real, r- 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 What's his name again? <laughs> hey, hey, guys. JT Robuto, can you side him, please, Mr. Middleton? Just Bushman. Like, it was just such an
3: obvious cuddle to the
4: national media. Like, Middleton, <laughs> get the fuck off the stage like, and do your job. Dude. He hasn't been around in weeks, and that was the first way he came back. Yeah, Like, you haven't seen the guy talk it or nothing, so and, and that's what you obvious. see is him on fucking the Twitter post with his goofy-ass haircut and his stupid shirt. And what really, was a Twitter post? And he people are like, ESPN. Yeah, ESPN. ESPN. People are screaming, sign JT, and he's like, like I just, like, Mr. wow, Middleton, what a bad
0: look. Mr. Middleton and Butcher Manioc were literally on national television interacting. <laughs> it was like... It
3: was uh, it was Philadelphia's uh, it, lowest moment in all my it, it might be.
0: exploded. It's
1: terrible. It was too
0: time. much. It was too yeah. much. It's they're, simulation. They're, oh my god, there's Bush it's the
1: Simulation. However, <laughs> however let's, let's 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 take a journey through September, shall we? Shall we shall we take a look at the uh the are we time traveling I can, again?
3: I can tell you the most
1: important series coming up. It, it, it all comes down to one series for the Phillies. Well, let's go through it. The Phillies now, as they sit, they're behind uh, the Braves. Uh, they're three games back from the Braves, so we need the Braves to start because they're they're seven and three in their is last ten as well. Game over. Yeah, the, so six, that game is over. So yeah. we are yes, we Nick are officially midnight. three games back. Yes. 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 Beautiful. All right, so the uh, so after the national series, uh, we have we're uh, Mets at Mets. Not scared. Uh, then the Red Sox come to Philly for not, two games. Not, not scared. scared. They're 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 Joe. the worst team in Major League Baseball. Off. Then uh, Marlins scared, very scared. All actually. Marlins. Yeah, they, they have, have,
3: terr- have a seven game series against the Marlins. Seven. Uh, two uh, of them. Two now. Two boys. A we don't. Seven we... game series against the Marlins. Two of them mm. are a seven inning doubleheader, dude. Yeah, the fuck. season comes down to that because it's the it does. Braves, the Marlins, and the Phillies oh in first God. to third. And how
4: awful is it like that we feel like, and I we all genuinely feel like ugh. You, we can't beat the Marlins. What? We can't beat the Marlins! Before they were good, and now they're like, okay. We have
1: seven days of Marlins. We're, we're fucked. We're fucked. Buckle your
4: seatbelts, folks. Can
3: you imagine if the Eagles lose to the Washington, Washington football team, football. and then we have to watch seven games of Marlins baseball <laughs> the Phillies, between kickoff?
0: The miss the playoffs because of the Marlins. <laughs>
3: that would be Philadelphia sports. I mean, ah. that is just... I mean, and we would all be comfortably miserable... In that uh, sort, sort of insurance,
1: we're getting from there. Thursday, September 10th to Monday. September 14th, the Phillies only play the Marlins. For seven
4: games of baseball. That's insane. Like, it's it, COVID. It's the COVID-19 Marlins. They have to make up all those games. I That's mean. a whole lot of we were a, We fits. were a huge part of that, right? Anyway, That's what after
1: is. that, the Mets come to town for... Come to come town. On uh, come, the the two, 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 come,
2: come on down and greet the Mets. Come on down and meet
4: the Mets.
1: They come to town for three games. Uh, then we go to Toronto, and Toronto comes here, and then
4: Buffalo, we go that's to Buffalo. Buffalo. Correct, uh, Buffalo. Canada's like, yeah, you just you just stay down we there. we just place.
1: like flip flop with or no. So first we're in Buffalo, then three straight games in Philly, and then the Nationals, and then the Rays to close out the season.
3: Okay, Oh, nice we're 2008 to... matchup. Yeah, yeah there um, you go um, it to finish it all. It comes,
1: it comes down to that series with yeah, and that team Mons. is that team is the, that's a team that. I don't think we want to face. I, mean, uh, I agree, know it sounds ridiculous to say that. Would
0: you agree that, that we, we like, the season's over if we lose all seven to the Marlins?
2: <laughs>
3: uh, yeah, I think that would are good. I would, yes. If we go on a seven-game losing streak against any team, I would agree that the uh, the Phillies are out of it. I concede.
1: Um, dude, if they lose all seven of
4: those games. Oh, dude. It's <laughs> unbelievable. Tune in three weeks from now, folks.
3: Last thing that t- we should wrap up with the Phillies is this. Uh, two predominant baseball minds in the media. Uh, one is national, one is local. Uh, Buster only thinks that with the new Mets management, and owner, I should say ownership, uh, Cohen uh, is the richest owner of the Mets, is going to try and buy a lot of players, as as they will do. And one of the players is going to be JT Real Muto, and they think they're going to outbid everybody. And Jim Salisbury, the local media guy, thinks that the Phillies are going to bid their way to get him. So that's two minds of what's going to happen. But they both think that J.C. Romita is going to hit free. Agency. Absolutely
4: genius by the Mets. Absolute genius. Push the card up on the Phillies. Put all the pressure on the division rival, right? Like you traded for that guy. You gave up that kid, Sanchez. He's doing all this in Florida. You have to resign this guy. So they're going, fuck it. We'll get him. It's fucking genius because now Middleton's going to go, I have to sign. So how far and how much money is this kid going to make out of that Mets pull? Who knows? But that's putting a lot of pressure on the Phillies. It makes them look that much dumber for that trade. Buster
3: only did say that and he says that the Phillies, I'm just relaying what Buster only said. He said the Phillies got bad luck. With the pandemic, I think it's a bullshit answer It's terrible. Um, i yeah. I don't agree with it. I think the Stop. Phillies should just go and get him. But Jeff Barry, I think is the agent's name, is saying no. you you don't you don't get anything now with the Phillies. You go and test free agency because of especially what's happening with the Mets at this you point, and, they you, don't have
0: free... a choice. Like why like why would you why would you sign a contract when you're literally three months away from free agency? Like, yeah, at this point, you have to test the market and see what you can get. And I, I am one to think that the Phillies are going to match whatever he gets. I don't think. Yeah, who wants to go to the mats? Nobody wants to go to Flushing. No, that that's your optimistic way. Of I know, I know, yeah, I know. but I, no. I do, I do think <laughs> the Phillies are going to match. I think they're going to match
4: whatever offer he gets. I don't, I, I don't see him, him on a different that's that's on a Jim, team. That's, that's that what That could Jim be Solver- the problem, says. and that could be the problem depending on what you match, right? Because, well, then that would be the same thing for the Knicks, too. Not
0: not really with Rio Muto, because, like, you know, everybody freaks out about him being a catcher that's 29. 29's not that old. I mean, is it it a little... Is it a tad bit old? Yeah, sure. But if you only give him a six-year deal, which is what all I'm hearing that he's going to get, I haven't heard any more than six, you're paying him until he's 35. You're not paying him until he's 40. Dude, even better, honestly, is if the DH becomes legit in the NL. That's what I was getting to. That's huge. Is that he can... DH and also play first base like he's not just relegated to catcher yeah so six-year deal he pay him until he's 35 sure Josh Donaldson's 35 years old and he just got a four-year deal from the twins to play for them until he's 39 I mean you know this this JT Real Muto contract if it's six years I don't care how much it's 20 25 you know somewhere in between you got to do it all
3: right Well, Mm. and that's the idea behind JT Romuto with Buster Olney and the National Media with ESPN and Jim Salisbury. Uh, That just came out today. And uh, with that, we're going to try this week, unless Dirty Mike deleted it all again, which would not be outside the wrong possibility. And do Dirty Mike's
1: two cents. He's got one now. Two cents Dirty Mike. He's got one now. Two cents Dirty Mike. He's got one but two cents. Dirty Mike.
3: He's got one by two cents.
4: You ever been driving on a highway and out of nowhere a minivan blows past you going 30 miles an hour faster than you? Confidence crush.
0: Yeah, there's some mean people in uh in minivans. I don't I'm trying to visualize that. I mean maybe.
3: I don't know. If you're still going to church every day. Cool, I guess. Every, every day? Every day? Yeah. I guess it's a southern thing. Are you witnessing
0: that with people you hang out with? Mm-hmm. They're out there. Yeah. Wait, so you don't mean every Sunday? You mean every day? Mm-hmm. Okay, uh, alright, I don't think that exists But okay Yeah, not, not locally S- Southern folks do, sure The that's Bible Belt
4: Yeah, and the Bible Belt Every day, huh? So like Alright, Yeah, enough. I don't really care that much Next Is there any feeling in the world like the one where someone yells Hey! And you quickly respond, oh hey Only realize a second later they're talking to the dude directly behind you No, that's a tough feeling That's a tough feeling Yeah, it's not fun Tough feeling The funniest names in sports history are Rusty Cunts and Dick Trickle. <laughs> we see you, Dick Buckus, but you're not far behind.
3: Who's Rusty Cunts? You, you've brought up Rusty Cunts. Mm-hmm. He's a
4: reliever, isn't he? Mm-hmm. Wasn't
3: he like a reliever? Hold on. Before you go forward with this, you have brought up Rusty Cunts mm-hmm. like 18 times in sure. our group text, and we ignore you every time. Huh? And this is your time with a microphone in front of you good being point. like, this is me saying, I'm going to make sure everyone knows I'm bringing up his That's good point.
4: Rusty Kuntz, uh, he was an outfielder for the White Sox, the Twins, and the Tigers between 79 and 85, and has recently been a coach of the uh, World Series champion Kansas City Royals as, I believe, their first base coach, maybe their third base coach. And his name is Rusty Kuntz. As the first base coach of the Kansas Mm. City Royals, in today's MLB,
3: are they still calling him Rusty? Or is it like, this is Michael Kuntz?
4: Nope. No, this is Rusty. You don't know what they rusty call him, you know, short know what they for? call him? They call him coon, Rusty Koont Don't you guys And, know and what they're rusty trying to fool all for? of us into not saying Rusty Kunz, and I'm not buying it. Okay.
1: okay. Alright, that's fair.
4: My, Ru- th- rusty short for Russell. They're trying to brown shirt you into yeah. saying Koontz. Don't don't fool me. Don't patronize me, sir. It's Rusty Kunz. We all know it. He grew up Rusty Kunz, and now he's going by Rusty Cunts. Okay. Dick Buck is close third.
3: Mm-hmm.
4: Why didn't he-
3: that's a good third.
4: Why did we invent a game where we close our eyes in a pool and we search for each other and then named it after a world explorer from the 1200s?
0: I don't know, but I really like that Geico commercial. It's probably my favorite Geico commercial there is. I I, I laugh every time. Bullcorn. <laughs>
1: it's my favorite Geico commercial. See. I, I like the mom on the phone. Which one? The mom on the uh, phone.
0: Those
1: are those are, my, on those are my, those are my two favorite Geico commercials. It's a great, great commercial.
0: Which one was Jimmy talking about?
1: The, uh, the
3: one with the mom with the secret
1: agent. Yeah, interrupting thing. her son. She's like, "Your dad's outside chasing the squirrel again." Says it's personal oh, this time. That's a great. That was a like, good. Does it's personal this time? Me on Marco Polo.
0: Marco Polo.
4: Imagine being one of the first colonial settlers to America. You get off a grueling three-month boat trip, and you finally hit land. Like, you made it. After all this time, you made it. So you're walking around, peacefully taking in everything around you. Mm. Suddenly, a screaming man on horseback, covered in multicolored paint and a freaky-ass haircut, throws a 60-mile-an-hour axe right into your fucking chest.
1: (laughs) That's it? What? What?
3: Why is that it? Like that's what? Like there's no point to it. Just imagine.
4: Like that happened, that happened to a few people. No.
1: What <laughs> historical evidence is there that when people got off the boat, there was, there was, there were natives waiting to throw axes at their chests.
4: <laughs> something tells uh, well, something. Something tells me wait, it happened. Somebody
0: sitting, walks <laughs> off the boat and they're like, "Oh man, finally land ho!" And then somebody fucking buries an <laughs> d- 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 in <laughs> Snap. You spent a year, just fucking d- going across seas, and you step off your boat, and the axe gets buried in your
4: chest, and you're gone. Come on, oh, Jimmy, you don't agree with that thought?
1: And then they, and then they just walk over and just scalp you. <laughs> just.
4: And everyone on the everyone on the boat is going, Jesus! Oh fuck! Why did we come here? We should go home. <laughs>
1: I bet the Native Americans would have liked us for uh, us to turn this and go. was ago. worth it. Thanks, Dirty. That
0: and,
4: was great. And last, and lastly, <laughs> okay. All right. You, ha- how you, how not- do you how do you spell the sound of a sniff? S N I F F. No, yeah, do yeah, it. Sniff, sniff, and then spell it. S N I F. Ladies and gentlemen at home, sniff, sniff, and then spell it, folks. Matt, Matt, spell it again. Good luck. I'll see you tomorrow. Matt, S.
0: And you always are to do it together? I F F. No, if you
3: if I'm doing a comic book, it's S N F F. Yeah, yeah. Ooh. If uh, I'm doing yeah, a comic I book, guess so. uh, yeah. If I'm doing a comic book, it's S N F F. Next <laughs> next riddle, <laughs> idiot. <laughs> that's it. Oh, that all right. That's it. All right. Well, thank God we missed it last week because that's Dirty Mike's two. Cents. <laughs> <laughs>
2: uh. Holy shit. What a show.
3: What a show. Here we are. Well, thank God we we ended on that. It might as well have been the uh, (laughs) the, the drop at Times Square on New Year's (sighs) Eve. Because that was it. (laughs) Holy shit. (laughs) (laughs) My God. (laughs) Sniff. No one Yeah, I just did it. <laughs> under the comic book. That's how I would do it. All right, we can stop sniffing. <laughs> yes.
1: Get oh, me out of here.
3: Yeah. All right, we're going to end on that. Holy shit, anyway. That's probably the end of your segment forever. <laughs> um, The Flyers, were taking you e to game six on Thursday night. They're going to win and take it to game seven. Um, the Eagles, there's probably going to be another injury by the time you listen to this show. The Phillies, they're going to keep on rolling. The Sixers, John B's going to keep tweeting Ugh. about uh, Jimmy Butler. And we're going to see you next week. Anybody got anything else to say? Nick, uh, Philadelphia
1: needs collective therapy to let go of Jimmy Butler. Jimmy, I, I, Nick. I need therapy for that, for sure.
3: Nick, you got anything else about the Flyers? Nope. Dirty, Sniff. No. Alright, we will see you all next week Good night!
2: I was lying on the grass On Sunday morning of last week Indulging in my self-defeat My mind was thugged on bugs, But all twisted around the beat Uncomfortable three feet deep Now the fuzzy stare from not being there On a confusing morning week
0: Lunar-speak. I'm a Wednesday, Thursday, Bush and Betty Friday, Saturday, Bush and Sunday, day, hey, it's football day, hey. I-, I wanna watch the games with Angelo. Is Angelo, he told my best friend. I'm Bush and here